How do you find motivation when the darkness completely surrounds you? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur, and my name is Tracy Brinkman. Oh man, what is up, what is up, what is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of murky motivation learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you... Well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur, or perhaps one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart. Just start leveling up with some great personal marketing or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And man, we're coming at you with another big episode today. Carissa Atkins shares not only her amazing story, but how she is here to help women boss up and so much more about lifestyle habits and finding motivation in the Merc. Plus, I'm going to let you in. It's a little teaser on next week's interview episode guest, who is the host of The Morning Dish uh, down in Georgia. Plus, well, let's just say, as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of business and marketing, G-O-L-D, spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, today's guest is Carissa Atkins. Now, Carissa is the founder of 365 Daily Hustle. She's a master coach certified in health, life, and fitness. She's the radio show host of the Boss Up Babe podcast. We definitely have to chat about that one, right? <laughs> Global motivational speaker and a two-time Amazon number one best-selling author of Women Who Boss Up and Expert Profiles, Conversations with Influences and Innovation. Now, Chris has been featured on networks like ABC, CB, you know, the whole alphabet suit. We hear it all the time. Now, hers has been for really for her expertise in empowering women to boss up and get healthy. And in June of 2021, she was even listed on Entrepreneur's Herald as a top 20 life coaches in 2021. Cha-ching, right? A little check that off the uh, bucket list there for you. Carissa is a wife, a mother, and a badass champion for women's health. She's also get this, competing for the Miss Health and Fitness 2021 for Hers Magazine. I already voted for you there, Krista, so we're, okay. we're going to keep on checking that out. Now, <laughs> while she's while she was going through her own mental and physical transformation, Carissa began helping other women as they're like, hey, can you help me with my health and, and my weight loss and, and my life goals? And Carissa was always being approached by this. So she created her signature coaching program, Reclaim Your Best Life. This 10-week transformational program helps women overcome their weight loss, ba battle overcome their weight loss, right? That battle that they're all, they're all going through. They get to double their energy and they also deal with those self-sabotaging spirals. Man, I think I'm going to sign up for this and I have the wrong body parts, right? But they also learn to deal with their, you know, their mindsets, lifestyle habits, confidence, and really find their true badass self. You know, I, I just got to stop right there. I could probably go on all day telling you all the goodness about Carissa, but we'll let her, we'll leave her something to talk about. Carissa, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. 
Hey, Tracy, what's up? Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Uh, you know, it's funny. Is uh, when we first connected, you dropped me that voicemail on uh, on Facebook. I was like, I was I was excited to 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 chat with you in the first place. When I read a little bit about what you did and saw you, you know, going after that uh, that Miss Health and Fitness for for hers, man. I was like, all right, she's boss. All right, she's going after it. She's not just spouting the rhetoric, man. She's living it. And uh, you dropped me that voicemail and your energy just speared, just speared through the screen. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun conversation. (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to shut up a minute because God knows I can talk the whole time here and I don't want to do that. But I want you to tell me your story, right? We alluded to it a little bit there. You know, the good, the bad, the ugly, as much or as little of it you want to share and why you love doing what you do so much. Mm, well, I think you're going to be able to hear why it is that I love what I do just with this, within this interview, but I'll tell you a little bit about that after I tell you a little bit about my story. So um, in order for me to tell you like where I got today, I think I need to back it up um, back to 2011 when my life completely changed for the good. Um, there I was depressed. I hated my body. My, my dedication to fitness and health and eating clean, like was crap. Right. I was literally like, I don't even know where to get started and what to do. And instead I allowed myself to play the victim. I lived in the excuse, you know, like Mm -hmm. just category that realm of like, Oh, woe is me. And all of these problems are are happening to me. And, uh, and it wasn't until two major clarity moments in my life. One is I was sitting in a doctor's office when I got some real hard, like slap across your face truth. She said, Carissa, you are five foot tall. You're 213 pounds. If you don't change your lifestyle habits today, you might not be around in 10, 15, 20 years to see your, you know, your daughter and your kids graduate and, and them get married. And I'll be honest, Tracy, I was pissed. I was like, how dare this woman, right? Call me out on my crap. I mean, I knew I hated my body and I hated the way I looked, but for someone to tell you some honest to hear, like some truth that I probably mm. should have been told years ago, right? that hurt, man. It was like a punch straight to my gut. Um, so I'll be honest, I, I'm Puerto Rican. So I, I let my anger get the best version of me uh-huh. that day. I grabbed my diaper bag, grabbed my child, like in a football hold. And I stormed out of that office and I was cussing the whole tidbit all the way out the door, even on the room. And, uh, and I probably smoked about a pack of cigarettes that night. Again, just su- feeling super sorry for myself and super sad and, you know, depressed, all of that, those emotions just kind of come with that and, uh, and drank myself to sleep that night, hoping to God that I would change, right? Like something that would change, or I would just forget about all the hurt that I was feeling to begin with. And sure enough, uh, I think when you have a major moment in your life, a major boss up moment, like shit isn't the same anymore. Right. And, uh, and so I woke up the next day, I sat on the couch, cup of coffee in hand, and I looked at a picture of my mom sitting on that coffee table forever. And I looked at her and for the first time I saw me in her, I saw all 320 pounds of her. I like the reality that she was 
loving of, of just a super high stressful boss, babe, hustling mom that really wasn't like super uber financial successful. The only thing she had going for her is that she absolutely loved what she did. Mm. Um, but yeah, she, she had cancer and diabetes and all of this crappy health stuff happening to her, which now I believe, you know, was because she didn't take care of herself. And that was the moment. That was the moment I said, Carissa, I don't know. You know, you don't know what you need to do, but you need to do something. The doctor was right. You need to boss up, change your life, raise your standards, whatever you want to call it. And that was the day that changed my life forever forever. I mean, had you said 11 years ago, Oh, Carissa, you're going to be possibly featured on the cover of, you know, muscle fitness, hers magazine and be recognized for your dedication to health and fitness. I would have freaking laughed at you and then went out and smoked cigarettes. I was going to say <laughs> while smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to definitely, I know a lot of your audience and your listeners are entrepreneurs or, you know, starting a business, starting a business, stopping, reventing themselves. And the reason why I had to, I feel like I needed to give you a backstory is because all of that has led me to where I'm at today as a coach, as an expert, as a speaker, as a boss mom doing the dang thing. Um, so when I moved back from Germany, we were stationed there, me and my family, the day I got back to Nebraska was the day I lost my mom. And I could have allowed that moment to just spiral me back into unhappiness and depression. But instead, I used that pain and I turned it into motivation. I used that pain and just fueled me. And I said, okay, I lost my mom, my best friend, my business partner, every, every reason why I decided to come back to Nebraska and she's gone. And now what? And I realized I needed to turn, you know, what I, 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 I learned from her and really, you know, like go on that path and just allow it to, to again, motivate me towards becoming healthier. So over the years, I, um, I, you know, I, I got involved with a local gym. Um, and I started my first business. I was a, get this, I was a tuxedo suit and cigar shop owner. Um, <laughs> so I started that business cause that was the industry I grew up in. That's all I knew. I mean, that was the industry I thought I was going back to work with my mom in and to really build this mom daughter empire. Mm. And I honestly, I started that business to help me cope with all of the feelings of feeling lost and feeling like, what am I supposed to do? You know, this is all I've ever known. I literally grew up in the back of a shop coloring with crayons, answering the phone for my mom. <laughs> and, uh, and so I started this business and feel free to interrupt me at any no, point you're good. in time. Um, I started this amazing business and, you know, my husband who was deployed at the time, I said, Hey honey, I think I want to start a business. It's what I'm called to do and, or what I want to do right now in my life. And he said, okay, whatever makes you happy. And so I started my first business. That was the tux tuxedo suit and cigar shop. Two years into that, I was just turning a profit, like finally giving myself a paycheck and a gorgeous marketing babe walks into my store and she says, she sits down and we're talking and she's telling me all about these job description, like someone, this, this amazing unicorn she's looking for. And if I know anyone like this, and I'm like, I don't know anyone who's connected to the military who's, yeah, I had no idea. She was there to pitch me, Tracy. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I don't know anyone who meets that description, like a total badass and like just a go-getter. And, and she's like, no girl, I'm here for you. And I was like, shut the front door. Like <laughs> you are in my business. Like what is happening? Um, well, I feel 
and it's been a key to my success is like to follow your heart and your gut. And I allowed that conversation to kind of sit in my, you know, in my head and my heart for a couple of weeks. In fact, she only gave me two weeks to decide. So about nine days. And um, I remember calling my husband again, deployed at the time. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, I think this is the direction I need to go in. Like, this is, I, I think this is it. And he was like, babe, you literally just started paying yourself. What the heck? And I was like, I know, but I can use this opportunity to learn and to grow. I, I, I saw that this marketing and HR position was not something that I needed necessarily at the time. I always felt like I was some kind of an entrepreneur, but I had no idea what I was really called to do. So kind of for the story, I, I sold my profit. Thank you very much. I'm that. And, uh, and I turned around and walked away with five grand after paying everything else, five grand in my pocket and a fresh start into this collision industry, which I knew nothing about, mind you, from tuxedos and weddings to collision marketing and HR. And I was like, this, this isn't me, but I'm about to learn so much and use this as an opportunity. Well, in that career in marketing and HR, you know, I had two jobs, one grow a business, right? Easy to do. If you know how to grow one, you know how to grow another and HR, which was all about me helping my team, my guys become the best versions of them so that they would show up and be more productive, energetic, passion filled. Like I just, I didn't want this normal HR hat that everyone feared. So I kind of spun my own direction on that title. Um, but as community, right? The marketing job was to just build business. Like I'm good at talking to people, building business here. And, and that was the job. I was like, I get paid to talk to people. Like this is the easiest thing ever. Right. I'm schmoozing them on somebody else's dime. And this is so much fun. But over the years, you know, I wasn't having that much fun anymore. It became very stressful because mm. like, I was like, I can't go any higher. I've already taken on two full-time positions in this company. Um, I can't go any higher financially. Like I've hit the glass ceiling and I just started noticing myself kind of dabbling in other areas, if you will. Um, And as the community started seeing, you know, my weight loss go down, the scale go down, they saw the confidence rise and they saw who I became in this journey to becoming a healthy fit professional. And that was the coolest thing is, Um, they, you know, they saw this and I didn't even realize it. I was volunteering part-time at a local gym, being a coach, like literally helping women food prep in their house. If that's what they were stuck with. Um, it was just, it was, it was a side hustle. It was a passion of mine to help women boss up and get healthy. I never, ever in a million years thought I'd be coaching them full-time and motivating them on, you know, on the stage or writing in a book, my strategies and tips, but you know, it's all got me to where I am today. And social media is really honestly what brought me into the coaching and the speaking field, um, 2017. Someone, I'm still working in this corporate job, slaying away, crushing goals, being a mom, being a wife, sitting on board, saying yes to everything, <laughs> obligated to do it all. And, and some lady had no idea who she was, Tracy. She, she said, I'm looking for a recommendation. Do you remember when everyone started like looking for a recommendation on Facebook? It was like a yes. trend, like right. boom, everyone now is looking for that. <laughs> and she's looking for a health coach. And three people in my community tagged my name and they not only tagged the name, but they said, this girl is legit. She 
literally drinks the Kool-Aid she preaches. And if you're looking for weight loss, sustained weight loss, call her. And I, of course, saw it. I'm getting tagged. And I reached out and I said, listen, you're looking for a certified coach and that ain't me. But I will tell you, I know how to lose 90 plus pounds the healthy way, the right way by building habits. I'm you're more than welcome to come along and meet me at once a week. And we'll just talk strategies. We'll talk how you can do it. And she's like, okay, how much? And I'm like, girl, nothing. I'm still giving this away for free. It's my magic dust and I'm giving it to you, right? (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, with that, of course, I'm smart. I'm using my resources. I'm like, what is a health coach? What does a health coach even do? Right. So I Googled health coach (laughs) and uh, and I came up, found my school. Long story short, got my certifications in health, life, and mastery coaching. Um, And then that was just the tip of the iceberg, right? Part of my certification was now that I had to coach women, create programs, find my framework, do my strategy, start a business, the whole bit. And in 2019, I'm happy to say, Tracy, I walked away from my corporate job, not knowing what my life would look like as a coach and not even really finding my true voice at that time. I just knew that I had a passion and that I have a gift for helping women boss up and my own coach and my own mentor kind of led me to saying, I don't need a corporate job to fulfill my happiness. What I'm doing is to be doing what I'm really, really and what I'm passionate about. And, uh, and the rest they say is history. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, first off, let me say, I- I'm guessing in the, in, in that flow of story, which by the way, you need to come out of your shell a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I hated having to pull all that information out of you. No, <laughs> I jest, I poke. Um, <laughs> but no I, I heard you had a husband who's been deployed a few times. Is mm-hmm. he still in the military? Yep. So I actually, sad story, um, no. but, 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 but good for us. Um, in 2019, not only did I leave my corporate job, but I also asked for a divorce. So after nah. 15 years, um, I grew into a totally different woman. I mean, I met him at 19. Yep. I was a young mama already had, had a three-year-old prior to him. And I just, I became this version that he wasn't comfortable with this, this badass woman who is confident and, you know, that, that is dedicated to the gym. And we just honestly grew apart. And I allowed my corporate job that I absolutely loved, I allowed that to get the best version of me. I'm not going to lie. I was a a really a workaholic if we want to put a name on it. Mm -hmm. I loved that, that job so much. And I got so much fulfillment out of that, that in my marriage went, went in separate ways. Um, And we are parents for that for sure. Um, but yes, I am currently married and I'm back into the military seat. <laughs> my my husband is active duty and uh, and he has a pretty cool job too. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And, and I totally resonate with the story of uh, two people going their separate ways or, or growing apart. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much you know of my story and I won't repeat it all here, but you know, I, you know, I have a, an ex-wife that after the death of one of our daughters, mm. we started to slowly go different ways as she dealt with it differently than I did. I threw myself into the personal development world while she tried to cope internally 
Mm-hmm. Everyone copes differently. Yeah. And sometimes your coping mechanisms over the long term, you, even if you just move one degree a year, next thing you know, you're, you know, 80 degrees away from each other. And it's better to walk away and uh, maintain your dignity than it is to keep going fisticuffs at it. Yes. But I, I wanted to take a moment because I think so often, and uh, I'm a third generation military man, which is why I'm going to say what I'm about to say. So I can appreciate what the ladies or the spouses of our military servicemen and women have to deal with. And everyone's like, thank you to the military. And I am too, right? Thank you yeah. for all our, our service. But the spouses, they are a special breed. And especially it seems like you went back to another military man. You're one of those <laughs> special breeds. So thank you for that. Oh yeah, you're um, right. I was raised by a military wo- mo- mom, so I yes. I can I can say proudly that you guys are a special breed apart. Now, <laughs> let me. Yeah, ah, there's so much to unpack here, right? I know. I just you you found you. <laughs> you found this you found this amazing thing that was just I think just resonated for you. I think it was through your journey into health and fitness. You just like man this shit rocks mm-hmm. and you just wanted to share with folks. And like you said, you were sprinkling your fairy dust around helping <laughs> other folks. And then it's like, you know what? I can make a pretty decent living doing this. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, that correct me if I'm wrong. That's kind of how the, the shift kind of to roll into it. Like now you're like, I get to do what I love to do and people are going to hand me, they're like throwing credit cards at me. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think that, I mean, it, and it's true between speaking engagements and, you know, stages and coaching um, it, and it is. And I think that people can hear that. Right. I yeah, think when I absolutely. ask clients, I'm like, why me? Cause there's a thousand health coaches right now. And they all come up with, well, you, I've been following you for like a while and you literally preach that Kool-Aid that, and you're drinking it, which is yeah. more important, right? Especially in the health field. I don't know about you, but I would never hire an overweight personal trainer or nutrition. And I'd be like, you can't even get your crap together. Why would I hire you? Or a skinny um, chef. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, they appreciate that. But more importantly, they're like, you understand you've been in my shoes. You know how hard of a battle mm-hmm. and transformation this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I want someone like that in my corner and in my back pocket. So yeah. uh, I think it's huge. Yeah. I feel you on that. I was lucky enough to marry an amazing woman about uh, four or five years ago who's big into health and fitness, and uh, she's got all these certifications, and I I don't know. I know just enough to keep my belly from rolling over my belt. She helps me with the rest. (laughs) <laughs> and it's she's the yin to my yang, and it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and beyond just the, the health and fitness, but certainly the health and fitness is a big factor of it. So, mm-hmm. I totally feel you for those folks that are looking for somebody. If you get and it doesn't have to be a health coach, right? It could right. be any kind of assistance. If you if they vibe with you, all right, let's go, let's go yeah. do this. If you get that icky feeling, like it just mm-hmm. even for a second where you're like, I don't know move, run, go the Mm -hmm. other way, go find somebody else until you find that person. Okay. So let's, let's dig around here in this, uh, this health and fitness. All right. I'm going to have to ask the obvious question, right? So someone (laughs) is sitting there. I'm going to use me an example. And I know you focus on the ladies and that's fine, Mm -hmm. right? We all have to have our niche of folks, but 
physiology is physiology. I'm sitting yeah. here. Maybe I'm, my belly falls over my belt. And I'm like, you know what? I think maybe I need to do something about this. What are the first couple of things you might want to tell somebody that's saying, hmm, I, I'm a little flabbier than I'd like to be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think the biggest thing is taking an honest look at your reality. You know, I was so blinded by mine and I was making all those excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, so COVID's a huge reality check for a lot of us. You know, a lot of people were unhealthy and then got even more unhealthy. I mean, the statistics are so, so scary right now when I read them about, you know, overweight and obesity, like now more than ever. But that allowed us to kind of hit the reset, if you will, and say, okay, this is my reality. I didn't think I had a, a, an emotional eating problem until now, right? right. Like, I didn't realize how much stress affects me, my gut health, my mindset, everything mm-hmm. is connected. And so really just asking yourself, do I have a problem? And am I willing to seek help? I don't work with everyone, Tracy. In fact, if you haven't hit a rock bottom moment, Bye-bye. You can continue on looking for a health coach who's going to slowly drag you along. Because to me, in health and wellness, that's a lifestyle change. I'm not serving up some quick shake and a diet pill and sprinkling the magic dust on you. And voila, having this transformation in two days. Like, it's just not going to happen. Right. So, yeah, big thing there is. You're now listening to to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Do I need help? And am I willing to accept the help? Not many women can go from 213 pounds to 125 without support and accountability. Mm-hmm. I'm one out of probably 10 or 20 that can literally figure out a system to do it. And, and more importantly, hold myself accountable to what it is that I want to achieve. And that's what I teach my, I mean, what took me 10 years to learn my clients are learning in six, you know, six to 10 weeks and they are bossing up on every level. So yeah, those are the big things is, am I willing to, Step up to the plate and do something about it. That's there, and there's a magic tip right there. And so many times when you ask someone in, in any field, uh, they I think they forget that it's like uh, where was I at? I think I was at an Anthony Robbins convention. I'm dating myself. We're talking about the probably the earlier to mid '90s here, and he's like, you know what? Change happens like that. Change. Mm-hmm. Now. It may take you 18 years to get ready to change or decide (laughs) you're ready to change or hit that final rock. You mentioned the rock bottom moment. You're like, okay, I have to change. But the change is an instant, right? It's all the stuff that's happening right here between our two years that keeps us from making that change. So that's a, that's a a great point to, to remind everybody. I know anybody can do it. Uh, you just got to be ready to, right? Yeah. Yeah. You have to literally, I count, (laughs) I love Mel Robbins. I'm a huge fan. And you know, the book five second rule, it was one of the, I read that while I was still in my corporate job and I literally used the five second tool to balls up or in that industry, we call it balls up and uh, (laughs) because it's male dominated again. Right. And, uh, and I counted down from five in the ladies locker room. And I said, girl, you are going in, you're going in. And the minute I walked into the, you know, my boss's office, he knew he was like, how long do I have you? You know, like uh-huh. with that sense of confidence and clarity sure. in what it is you're doing, man, change is possible, but you have to be willing to change. Man. And it's funny. You mentioned the COVID thing is uh, like, as mentioned, I'm lucky enough to have this amazing woman that helps me be mindful of my health. And I had actually been, I wasn't unhealthy, but I wasn't 
in good shape, if that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I was the mm-hmm. active dad. I was that I was that cheer dad that you everyone goes, all right, he's a cheer dad. You know, he's got the <laughs> jacket and he's running the flag and at every event. I was that guy. So I wasn't unhealthy, but gosh knows by the time I was done with those events, I was probably a little winded. So there was opportunities and uh, got myself in a, in a good place and COVID hit. And I know I have it on my, my little, my little app here, what my weight was. I do the periodic check. And during the COVID, the first few months of COVID, I didn't, everything changed. Like you were, like you were mentioning, right? Everything just, everyone, everything throws up into the air and wherever it lands, you know, so the, uh, the workout routine shifted around because now my daughter is home where my uh, wife and I would normally work out. We're lucky enough to have a a space in our home that we work out. Mm -hmm. So that all got twisted around to make room for shifting, uh, schedules and what have you. And finally, a a couple of months goes by and I decided to, you stand on the scale. Oh, you know, in your eyes widen, you're like, is this thing on? <laughs> Do I need new batteries? What's going yeah. on? Right. You see, yeah. It was this spike. My eating habits hadn't changed. Right. Because, well, they hadn't. But like you mentioned, the stress, the different things that were going on in my world and the change of the schedule of the workouts. Mm-hmm. And some of them were just didn't happen. It's like, what? Right. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of really opened my eyes. It's like, Wow. And I'm paying attention to this. Those folks that aren't paying attention to it, mm-hmm. I don't think they realize how much your physical fitness can negatively or positively influence your life and your business. Just everything's going on. You you want to dive there a little bit? Yeah. Um, funny. We I love sharing COVID exchange stories. So <laughs> like it took me three days when the world shut down, right? When I could, when the gym's pretty much shut. Um, and, and I was like, oh, okay. So like tomorrow I'll get up and like do like a home workout. I haven't mm-hmm. done one of those in years, but that was kind of my mentality. And then I was like, well, this sucked, you know? And so um, two days later, I realized I noticed myself sleeping in. So I'm, I get up at 3.45 AM every single day. I get my workout done and over with, right? Yes. Like get it done. It's my therapy in the morning. And when I, I allowed myself just two days to like sleep in and kind of like play that like lazy, like lazy mama here. Cause now no one's going to school, like nothing, no reason to get up. Right. Our, right. our, our calendars shifted and two days to realize, okay, this ain't going to happen. And this whole COVID thing is not going away anytime soon. So I immediately shifted. I shifted in my business, of course my personal life. I said, okay, what do I need in my life to hold me accountable to getting up every morning and still crushing a workout? And I said, I need other people. I need other people that need me. So it had been years since I taught a group class, but I just made an announcement. I was like, Hey y'all, I'm going live every single day until the gym's back up. I'll teach a hit class. You don't need it. You know, a lot of equipment, like just get our bodies moving. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, that actually helped grow my business because there I was getting exposure, giving workouts for free um, before all the big fitness, you know, like the, the Peloton, all those companies were, they started giving away three free 30 days, all those good things. Mm -hmm. But I kind of beat that to it. And I created such a strong following of women every single morning I went live. I couldn't see them if they were working out or not, but I needed it to hold me accountable. Sure. So mornings. It was like, I don't feel like getting up today at like five. I'm like, girl, get up because you know, five or six of those ladies are counting on you to show up and show them what to do. So that's what I did. But um, to kind of like 
you know, I think you have to shift. I, I really love that that topic because I think we all had to learn to shift our bodies, shift our calendars, shift our our workspace, um, shift our business models. Everything had to shift, and I feel like if you don't shift, you will die. And I think that that's true, whether we good went through a pandemic or not. You know, I feel like you can have a business plan, but if something don't work you better be shifting your strategies or you're never going to grow your business. Like who cares what your business plan looks like to the bank? They don't check on it. They just know that, you know, they want your, your payment at the end of the month. (laughs) So you have to shift. You have to ditch what no longer works and shift, you know, to something new in your life. I think that that's a huge key to any success. And I call that moment like bossing up. You can boss up and go one way, or you can stay stuck in this direction. Stuckness sucks. So I will take a chance all day long in the other direction. Stuckness sucks. I like that one. <laughs> and we're going to have to do something with shift or die, right? <laughs> and I think one of the really is if you're not growing, and I don't mean this growing in the sense of uh, your revenues going up, you're muscling yeah. up or whatever it is, but if you're not moving forward, Mm-hmm. you're really dying. It's just yeah. kind of like what you're saying, right? You're Because you're staying in the same place and everyone around you is going forward. So you're effic- effectively dying. So you got to deal with the shift in your life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, I know it's probably an obvious question, So I'm, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What made you zero in on the ladies? So actually my first year in business, I actually coached 50 men and zero women. Oh my goodness. So uh, it's crazy to, 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 I feel like everything happens for a reason and we again shift and and if not, we will just die. But um, most of my first year, because I was going through my divorce, I was working in a body shop. I had come off of a cigar shop, right? I just, I have a very masculine energy to me and Mm -hmm. masculine, do I mean I'm a no BS kind of coach. Mm -hmm. If I hear excuses, I call it out because I believe that people need honesty. So many people are trying to sugarcoat things um, that I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, cool. That got you where you are today. And it's not, you know, it didn't help you by any means. So I'm always going to be honest, but um, I coached so many males. And what I realized, I was like, this is so cool, but I just wasn't like super uber passionate. Like Mm. I, you know, like, so the guys can appreciate it and I, and vice versa guys are like, give me the, to to the list and I'll get it done, which I can appreciate. Women are like, well, let's talk about that. How does that make us feel? How does that, like, why do I cry? Why do I feel like a failure? Why do I, there was just deeper emotions in that personal development onion, if you will, mm-hmm. that guys were easy. They weren't, they weren't challenging. I think, um, cause mm-hmm. literally guys are like, cool. I'll tell my wife to pick up this and to do this and to do this and I'll get to the gym every day. And I'm like, okay, that's okay. Easy, easy transformations. They were losing weight, like nobody's business. But when I would eventually, you know, try dabbling in the coaching in the women's area, that was really challenging for me. Cause I was like, I have gone through those exact same things as well. You know, like I felt like guilt as a mom for taking time for me. I felt guilty going to bed at eight o'clock when my still up, you know, but sleep is a priority. So I felt all these feelings that I wasn't used to feeling because in the male industry, you don't talk about your feelings. You know, I became so tough in that HR and that marketing role that I was like, 
no, we don't No, There's nope. We're not crying yeah. here today. Right. Like, yes. nope. Yeah. Nope. Be quiet. <laughs> and, and that's very real. And, and, and I found that women needed more guidance and support and accountability. Um, and it's always easier to take advice from another female than it is your husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, on the norm, you're probably absolutely right. <laughs> And yeah, it, probably, <laughs> it, it probably loops back around to the very differences that you're talking about. Okay. Now here's what I'm going to do. You do this A, B, C, D, yep. right. Very structured, very rigid, bing, bang, boom. It's all done. You know, where the ladies are like, um, can you tell me why, you know, uh, mm-hmm. why, I want to talk about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally get it. I yeah. totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sitting in my head is spinning with all of the amazing questions. I, I want to, I want to, I want to loop back around. So we mentioned this earlier. You're going after this, this cool title for, uh, was it hers magazine? Yep. Muscle right? and fitness. So what makes you, what makes you go after, right? So you, you're bossing up. Maybe that's what the, maybe that's the answer, right? You're going after I'm badass. I'm bossing up. I'm reclaiming my life. I'm getting shit done. Yeah. I'm going to go after this title. Right. Is that, is that, I mean, kind of walk me through what, what gets you yeah. to the point where you're like, yeah, yeah. I want to be on the cover. <laughs> well, why not? First well, off, why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, play big. Um, no. So 12 weeks ago, roughly right on Facebook, I clearly marketing at its best. Yeah. I checked all the boxes, right. A woman dedicated to gym. She talks about food, like all these things. I checked it off and that's that scheming marketing stuff, but it's brilliant. And I love it in a weird way. So it comes across my feed and it says, you could be the next, next miss health and fitness 2021. And I was uh-huh. like, who me like this girl are you looking at me (laughs) and uh, yeah I look behind my shoulder like really and uh and so um I was like okay let me just I'll play with this I'll click on the link and I clicked on the link and the criteria was are you a female well check yeah last time I checked um are you a female who is dedicated to living a, a fit and healthy life and I was like check check that's me and uh and are you a female that wants to impact the world and I was like all day freaking long, baby. Like that is my goal. So I filled out the application. Like I filled it out. And, and at first I was like, ah, I don't know. This is kind of a big thing. Like I got a lot going on in my life. You know, like all those excuses and that plain small mode comes in. And then I like slap myself with reality. I'm like, no, you're a badass boss, babe, doing the dang thing. And you have a good chance of doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, of course, submitted my story of 213, how I went from blah to, you know, to, I say from blah to badass. And, and I submitted that story. And personally, Tracy, I think that's the story that really resonated with them. Like, yes, all the competitor, a lot of the competitors, I shouldn't say all, um, a lot of them, they're already, you know, fitness models. They are already winning physique and, and figure, you know, bikini competitions and all these things. And I'll tell you, I have never been on stage in my life, you know, with a bikini on, like I literally am just a mom who wants to help more women do the same thing and feel the same way. And so I really think that it's my story that really sets me apart Mm -hmm. in this competition. But anyways, to go back, I really didn't think that this was in the car, right? I weeks had gone by, hadn't heard of anything. Mentioned, you know, like I messaged Facebook, like on the messenger, I'm like, Hey, when are we going to find out? And nothing. It was like crickets and amongst thousands, like 20 plus thousand comments in these feeds. So that was like, I'm not going to be in it. Like, who am I? And I was downstairs mixing up my pre-workout shake at about four in the morning. And all of a sudden I get a text on my phone and says, Carissa, congratulations. You are in this competition. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> 
I literally like shut the lid on my shaker, ran upstairs, went to my husband. I was like, babe, I'm in it. And he's like, hell yes, babe, whatever you need, I'm going to help you and challenge you and all these things. And so to fast forward that process six weeks ago, did, was I even, you know, did I even get alerted four weeks ago? I got to update my profile and make it, you know, like a strategy plan, if you will, to help get votes. Um, So I'm in this competition and now every single person that's listening or hearing this or, you know, shares a message that my Facebook feed, it's just really all comes down to votes. I'm in it. I don't have to compete at another level or anything. It's a matter of every day someone can vote for me and help me secure the win. And uh, and I'm excited for that. I mean, I'm excited and scared all at the same time because right. like, it's a popularity contest at the end of the day. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I think the bigger reason besides the cover and besides the title, because all that goes away, you know, like mm-hmm. next year, somebody else is going to get the title. Somebody else will be in the cover. But what changes is the lives that I can impact. And yeah. that's what is important to me. Um, I want every woman who opens up the magazine and reads my story. I want every woman who thinks if she can do it, I can do it. Like, and if I can make that change, if I can help them shift and pivot and believe in themselves, mm-hmm. then I have done my job as a coach. Um, and even bigger, I love supporting my community and there's a there's a nonprofit that I am planning on donating three thousand dollars of the winnings to, um, and it's called Fit Girl Inc. And um, they do what I do for grown ass women. They do for kids eight to eighteen, like little girls who lack confidence and self esteem, and they don't have great role models showing them what health looks like and what body movement looks like, and just growing. F- you know, yeah. um, it's hard being a little girl in middle school these days. I would <laughs> never want to go back. <laughs> and uh, and I, this this program is needed and $3,000 will help, you know, pay for more mentors, coaches to come in and work with these girls. They'll pay for more camps and it would mean the world to these little girls. So out of all the competitors that I can physically see, I'm the only one donating to a nonprofit. I'm the only one who has been fat and literally gotten fit. So I think that that pretty much sets me apart from so many. All right. So I'm going to make sure the link for voting for you is in the show notes. So if any of y'all listen, when I just vibe with this story of Carissa's, be sure you're going down there, give her some love, show her some votes. I know I've dropped in a couple. Of, I think you can do one a day, can't you, if I remember you can. correctly. Yeah, so I've, I know I've been out there a couple of times already. So show Carissa some love, right? Especially if you resonate with this message. All right. So I want to wrap things up. I want to be mindful of your time here. We've just been it's been jamming. I've just been enjoying this conversation. This has been amazing. Um, and I want to give you some time to really tell folks how they can connect with you. But I want to uh, ask my um, my one canned question, right? Because yeah, bring it on. This is the dark horse entrepreneur after all. And I'm willing to bet that sometime in your life, you have felt like that dark horse, right? That person that can't win that can't get it done and maybe even the people around you said you can't win but you're like you know what screw you i'm gonna do it anyway i'm a mm-hmm. boss up you just watch me <laughs> would it be a fair assessment you felt like a dark horse 100 percent. how do you navigate how did you or how do you still navigate that feeling when it pops up hmm good question Um, Because it does pop up for me. Uh, When I was 16, well, 15, 16 and 17, I was in a very abusive relationship with Mm. my son's dad. 
um, you know, verbal abuse, sexual abuse, physical, every which way that you could be abused by, by a person. Um, that was me. And I felt very stuck. In fact, I almost took my life sitting on the bathroom floor thinking I had nowhere else to go up to heaven. And, uh, and I, the big thing here is that I had to remember my why. And my why 20 years ago, believe it or not, my son's 20, 20 years ago was that he needed a mama to be strong for him. Mm -hmm. And that, that was why I stayed on this earth. And so the reason why I say all this is because I allowed that man to affect my mindset for so many years. And when you are told that you are not enough and that you're not worthy and that you're not, that you're nothing, that you're a piece of property in a sense, Mm -hmm. you will always want to revert back to that thinking. Mm -hmm. Now, the opposite, if you always uh, tell yourself or someone tells you every day, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful, you're worthy, you're enough, you are a boss, babe, right? Like you start to believe that. I truly believe that what we plant in our head is what our reality starts to shape, the habits, the behaviors, everything. And so I'll tell you, I'm the queen of habit change, but every single day, I work on the habit of not worthy enough, not feeling like I'm enough for anything. So the big tip here, I guess, on how you shift that is when I recognize those thoughts, those negative thought patterns that will creep up, like they're ingrained into my brain, thinking, oh, who are you to run for this competition? Who are you to start a business? Who are you to be a mom, you know, to another, um, you know, all those things, who are you to, to, to show up and get healthy? I had to just first create awareness. It's like, okay, that that's a negative thought. I see you. I feel you in the front seat of my bus. Like, I don't even like you here, but you're here. Right. And step two would be to ask it to like, get to the back seat remind myself that I'm in control. I hit the reset. And instead I focus on the outcome or the feeling that I want. So the outcome is that why, why am I wanting to change? You know, why do I want to do X? So, you know, you can't just push those thoughts down. You have to address them, kind of yep. create that level of awareness, tell it to take a hike just for a moment. Cause it's just there to protect you in a weird way. Right. And, uh, and then fill it with some positivity. Like, yeah, yeah you're enough. Yeah. You're gorgeous. You're beautiful. You're strong. I, I mean, like it doesn't it. matter. Like I use that thought process, even in the gym, when I'm getting ready to bench 180 pounds, right. I'm like, who am I to lift this weight? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not a power lifter. And I'm like, no, you are like, you, you're capable of this. You're stronger than you think. And I'm my own cheerleader. So that is probably my, my best answer to that question. That, We've all been that, the dark horse. That's right. That's fire. I love that. Okay. So, oh man, people are listening. They're going, man, Tracy, shut up. I want to know where I can get a hold of Carissa and all her goodness. So let them know what it is you got, where they can find you. And we'll make sure we get these all down in the show notes for you. Perfect. Well, I think the best spot find me um, is my website. And it's really not a boring plain Jane website because that ain't how this boss babe rolls, <laughs> right? Like I'm all about energy and powerful um, and, you know, great. I call my website my board, if you will. So you can go to 365 Daily Hustle, D-A-I-L-Y-H-U-S-T-L-E.com, right? 365dailyhustle.com. On my site, you can find my full story. You can find coaching programs that could work for you. You can find speaking opportunities. If you're like, I need her to come in and motivate my staff or my team. I want her in our office. Um, so that's that's a way to do that. You can listen to the Boss Up Baby podcast show. 
my episodes stream there and get added there. Um, and then the thing is you can also shop, you can support me. Um, I have two books, Amazon bestsellers, women who boss up and expert profile. So you can buy your books there. A signed autograph copy will get you one in the mail. Um, and, uh, and then you can vote, you know, and, uh, and that's the, the big thing right now is help me inspire thousands thousands of people uh, with my story by just simply casting your vote every single day for me. All right, everybody, you heard it. And I'm going to tell you what right now, if you're not feeling a little more energetic <laughs> after listening to Carissa and just, I can just feel it coming. I have my headphones on and it's just oozing straight into my brain and I'm ready to get up and do something already. So Carissa, thank you so much for hanging out with us and, and dropping the bombs, right? The health bombs and the, obviously the, uh, the internal bombs that come with it. I definitely appreciate you. Absolutely, Tracy. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. All right. There you have it. Carissa Atkins dropping so many health and lifestyle and motivational and business bombs on us today. What thoughts resonated with you? Hmm? Let me give you a couple that seem to have rung with me. Thought number one, lifestyle habits. Now, Carissa was lucky enough to have someone call her out on her crap when she was weighing in at 200 plus pounds and not in the best of health, right? But sadly, here's the real story. Not all of, not everyone, perhaps you, even me, uh, has the person within their sphere of influence that has either the courage or the ability to call you out fully on your shit. I'm lucky enough to have someone now and had someone most of my life, my brother from another mother. And they also need to be able to tell you that, you know what? It's kind of your fault that you're staying where you are, right? Even if it's not your fault that you're at where you're at, it's your fault if you stay there. That it is up to you to change your habits, the habits that are keeping you where you are so that you can get to where you want to get, right? You got to change those habits first. And, and it doesn't matter what that destination, no matter what level of success you're looking for, it will be your habits that are either going to hold you back or propel you forward. And I can almost hear you asking right now, what habits, what habits? Well, sadly, it's really a question that requires more of a one-on-one -on -one, uh, chat than this universal uh, medium such as a podcast. But I do want to uh, share some success habits that you can arm yourself with. So be sure to check out episode 246, six, 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 six success habits that we all need. Perhaps you can even change your life forever like Carissa did. Thought number two, motivation in the Merc. Carissa reminded us through her story that all, not all motivation is found amongst the rainbows and the unicorns. There is a motivation that can be found in the darkness, in the pain, and in the murk of whatever life is throwing at you, sets you in the middle of, or drops you face first into. Your job, my dark horse friends and family, is to find that motivation in that murk, to dig through the shit that is going on in your life so that you can root out that gleaming gen of motivation. I want to dig a bit more into this in episode 247, Finding Motivation in the Murk. Thought number three when opportunity knocks. Remember Carissa shared the story how someone came into her business that she had gotten going. I believe it was that cigar business, wasn't it? 
And uh, they were looking for that go-getter, you know, that unicorn that we hear about in business. And Carissa was like, well, I don't know anyone like that. And remember the lady responded, dude, I am here for you, girl. Right. So how many times has opportunity come knocking on your door and you missed it? Perhaps you didn't even know it was knocking on your damn door. I mean, do you know what your purpose in your life is or the purpose for your business is? And here's the thing, if you don't recognize the purpose of your life or your business, how in the Sam Hill are you ever going to recognize the opportunities that are standing all around you? Even the perfect ones that walk right up to you and say, I'm looking for you. Like that Uncle Sam poster, I want you. So this week in the Dark Horse uh, Tribe Facebook group, I want to share a bit more by discussing ways to find your purpose so that you do not miss your moment. And finally, thought number four, finding a mentor. Carissa reminds us the importance of finding a mentor. And we even chat about how you might feel better with some mentors uh, versus others. And if you're getting that, you know, that icky feeling, that, you know, uncomfortable, we've all had that gut feeling about someone, right? Um, that's trying to tell you to run. I mean, just run, get up and run. Do not pass go, do not collect $200, but run. Of course, I, I say that metaphorically speaking. And I do want to take a little time in the Dark Horse Tribe Facebook group to share some thoughts on finding your mentor, the one that's right for you and what it is you're trying to accomplish. So what inspiring ideas, tips, or thoughts resonated with you? Hmm? You know, it had to be something in there. She was dropping firebombs all through the episode. Whatever they were, take some time today to write them down and then put them into action. Get out there, run your race, get your results, and then come back and let me hear about them. Seriously, you can email me at tracy at darkhorseschooling.com or you can go down into the comment section of this episode and tell me your story down there in the comments. Heck, probably even bring you on the show and let you tell it here live on the podcast. All right, now next week's interview episode guest is Stephen Phillips. Now, Stephen is a DJ down uh, in the Morning Dish Show down in Georgia. He's also a trash company owner. Which would you prefer to be? You might be surprised at his answer. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips and inspirational stories from this podcast and the awesome guest I'm lucky enough to bring on. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. While you're there, leave us that five-star rating and write us a quick review or you know, tell me your story down there in those comments, right? Ask questions. I read every single one of those reviews. And don't forget to share this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.